A, B, C, D, L, F, N, O, G. None of those words are in the alphabet. <laughs> That's not the right order at all. Alphabet. There's a, TikTok told me there was a new alphabet. There's a new way to do things thanks to the internet. Everything is new now, right? We're old, though. Everything's new, new. It's the new, new TikTok. The new, new internet. The new, new killing of a black man. You know what? <laughs> Coming up new, new. Everything is just new. Oh, my gosh. Rappy. Who are you? I'm tired. I'm busy, but I'm mostly I'm new new parish y'all. And my name is Rafi Manzor, and this is Wait, Don't Do It, where we tell you to wait. Follow us on TikTok. So much. Yes, follow us on TikTok, first of all, period. Tell them why new new. Um, because we have over 4,000 followers. We have amazing content. And you can hear all the best opinions about DC culture. Um, we realized that we were just neglecting such a market for people that just need actual restaurants to go to. They're not know this many people did not know where to eat. Uh, but I have no problem showing them money. I had a long pandemic. Um, Let's hope that, you know, they're vaccinated. So they're eating out and being safe. So I'm going to go eat out for the first time in May in 14 months. Cause I stopped going out, you know, during when the pandemic starting in March and that's going to be really exciting. Of course, a lot of y'all kept going out and that's okay. But I'm excited to return to some kind of life. Um, I am very excited because I just found out that I remembered that I had a flight that got canceled to Miami. and I had a credit from that canceled flight with American Airlines. And so I will be taking some trips. It's quite the money. That was an expensive ticket. So um, I can make probably two trips out of this. And I'm very excited. We're going to go all around America. Not the world, but America. <laughs> the tour coming soon. The Way Don't Do It tour. You guys got your tickets on Eventbrite. You uh, <laughs> said that she's not about touring. You said that you don't like touring. I, you know what? I, I Well, yeah. I actually, yeah. You know what? I, I thought about it. I was like, you know, would I like touring if I got to do this, sit at a, you know, a, a drag con panel? But then I'm like, I still have to get there. But you're traveling and seeing new spaces. And like I said, I am not about, I mean, I don't know if I would have this much control over it. I would try to be very independent so that I could just do things the way I wanted to because no amount of money is going to get me to like overwork myself. So we, we, our, our tours would be only the states that we do want to go to. Our tours would be- Montana, bitch. No more than 10, no more than 10 cities. And for the good cities, we would fucking spend some time there and like actually get to see the places and feel- like we didn't have to be in a caged bubble all the all day, like nine to five. Ew. So I really was. That's the goal, right? Is to be touring, to be interacting with different parts of America that I've never met before. So I'm trying to go to Chicago. So anyone in Chicago, I would love to meet you. Um, my name is Rafi. I'm a Leo, and I'm quite funny. Um, I w- agree with everything but the last part. But on terms of the tour, bitch, go ahead, Nene. Uh, and I'm a, I'm the bitch of the group. No, I'm excited. The the wing is giving me bitch. You're giving me like 80s bitch. Oh, I'm like oh. in 80s like Melrose Place. We've been watching a lot of Janet lately, so. <laughs> Janet Jackson. Oh, okay. <laughs> god. Oh my god, you're giving me Rhythm Nation. Right, Rhythm Nation. Unrhythm Nation. Lopez. <laughs> Rhythm Nation Lopez uh, coming to the stage. I I really am excited to though get back to 
the real world. And then when I say that, I guess I'm not excited. I don't know how to feel. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm going through like a struggle with my career, my identity. Like, I just don't want to go back. I'm done in person, talking to people. Like, it's not like working. It's just working, you know, every day. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Um, And I think that's a lot of people, right? Because you've been outside of the abuse. And let's be real. Abuse. I want to just put out there, I have a very positive work environment. I've had great experiences in my time. The the just the foundation of the American work week, the American school system is very uh, industrialized. It's very, very material, like really intentional in what it produces. And it's not, it doesn't produce happiness. It produces workers. And so pursuit of happiness is not anywhere in our actual life and pursuit in this country. And I think that we bounce out the abuse for much too long. And now once you back in it, you're like, what was I thinking? Right, right. We've got to see what the other side of, you know, the mountain is. And it's full of joy. It's full of relaxation. Mm-hmm. It's full of, you know, staying at my house, doing drag while I work. Like, that's just what I want. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is that way don't do it has to take off or else <laughs> you, ain't, cause you don't want to go back. Yeah, I'm going to have to just go full time to a PhD program or something because this working every day is just... Um, I would see how that could be stressful. Like I said, I, but see, even you have like at least a week in the middle that you don't, you're not working, but could you imagine going back full fledged? Yeah. I'm just going to keep my sick leave and make sure I am able to just take off every week. Cause I can't, <laughs> y'all, I can't. I also don't think it's just right. I, I had heard, you know, different counties, states, parses in the United States, um, thinking about incorporating mental health days for kids, you know, that they get their own days. Um, and I'm hoping we have some kind of like hybrid, like, <laughs> like we go to school, like only like two days a week or something. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's not a hybrid, but I just really can't imagine working more two days a week. It's really throwing me right now. I'm not going to lie. Um, I agree. I, I fully, and what, to what, so what advice do you give someone that's also feeling that? Cause I feel like a lot of people are feeling that you're not the only one. I mostly get over it, but I would say. <laughs> that is not what America wants you to do. I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, I, I, what are we going to do? I, I know that sounds so like defeatist, but like, is, if so. they say we go back, then I guess we go back. And the thing is, we've already done it for most of our life. So now that we've only had like a year of that, I mean, I guess we could just go back. Ew. I, I don't want that, but I mean. Well, what, I think that's the issue with our society and our country and our culture in America is that we have all these people that have so much power and so much, like so much reach and influence and they don't use their words. They don't speak up because, and then and that demo, that doesn't motivate other people to speak up because you don't feel uh, protected or you don't feel um, uplifted. Uh, so I, I struggle with that idea of not speaking up or, or just like telling, like speaking out your opinion. I'm always a person that will speak my opinion. And so I would literally be like, so my advice to anyone that's really like, I don't think I can go back to this. Check, see if you need the check. First of all, number one, see if you need the check, period. And then if you do need that check, then try it out. Test your water, test the waters, test the waters. But do not close yourself off to any opportunity. Right now, I'm telling myself right. that I right now I'm full transparency. I'm not trying to go back to a, a certain job that, that I have. Oh my god, it's like I'm feeling so triggered. Right, that's how I'm feeling. Like when you go back, you're like, oh, that's what I used to do. This is what you do for yeah, for real. Like uh, two hours on a Sunday. Wake up every day. 
right? <laughs> like my career, career, like I like my hours. So, but it's like just the culture of it. And me, what me signing on to this job means. Almost. And so I understand, but you got to see if you need to check and then give it a try. But it honestly, keep, keep that up in mind. Right now I have another job in the, in the woodwork. So always like keep yourself open to a different career path. Start thinking of other characteristics of your personality and your joy that you might be, might be okay with. Um, so I highly suggest people do not force yourself back into this 40 hour a week work week. You can make it. I'm and hoping I, it changes. I'm hoping it really changes and people, cause the thing is now online school is going to be a big, um, market right there's already people saying my kid regardless isn't going back so that's already going to be a separate thing so there's already going to be people who are choosing not to go back and then for a lot of us who are virtual especially if you're not like essential like do they get that option just to stay i'm hoping that this opened my world as of right now my clients are staying i don't have any clients that are telling me like oh look heads up right it's me and no one else um so- that shows me that like this is a new world where people will say, do I want to go back to a gym or do I just want to work out at this time? If I have the same availability, why not uh, work out during the day, get it out of the way in a more convenient time. So I think also is something I said is people are working their 40 hours weeks from home, but are they really, some people are still clocked in, but doing my cycle class in the meantime, not telling on nobody. I mean, that's what we all did before. Yeah. Actually, I feel like I, you, people are getting less work of me. Like, I work very specific hours and I do really good during those hours, but like getting to work on time, mama, I don't work until two hours after the shift starts. And I think you're even fortunate enough to be in a, like, like a black, um, like a black school to be like in that situation of at least that, like you have that relative, like you relate to your workers, coworkers in that sense. But at the same time, I'm sure it's going back to a very heteronormative lifestyle also. It's more and, like how, like, old everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds so weird. But, like, when everyone is just not wearing a mask above their nose and they're just, like, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not going to lie. So, I, yeah. So, I'm sure that is throwing. But at the end of the day, I think that you... I think you'll find it. I think you'll figure it out. Yeah, I think it's important if you do have to go back like your girl, you know, to make your workspace super fun. Like I have added like a couch, an ottoman set, and I just take naps. I just relax, you know, and um, then I go home. (laughs) I I saw a great TikTok that was like, we need to stop thinking about, no one's dreaming about a career. I never dream about careers or what job I want. I just want to just live my life. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to see as much as I can, but I don't want to work. I think that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just need universal basic income, healthcare, and mostly what we need is to defund the police. 100%. Or abolish, whatever right your choice is. In the midst of another uh, unarmed black man being shot and not even black man, a black young child child um he was 20 20 years old dante wright in uh brooklyn brooklyn center i didn't know brooklyn. I thought that yeah was, i was like brooklyn but this is in minnesota I like, and i was like <laughs> no brooklyn center minnesota by a um cop who thought she was grabbing her taser but grabbed her gun but she has since resigned and been charged for secondhand Second, yeah, secondhand manslaughter. Secondhand manslaughter. 
charged, not, you know, convicted. Charged, yeah. Not even convicted yet. And what's crazy is it's it's all systematic, right? We saw this a, a while ago where it was, oh, um, this guy had a long day. That's why he shot up all these Asian people. Um, and then fast forward to now, oh, she thought that this was a, a, a taser and not a gun. And it's just, it makes no sense because in reality, think about it. If you're about to take a life, you look at what you're about to shoot. And that's as on period. And I know the kind of cock this little bitch is. And it's that cop that signs up to be a cop as a woman. And then you get torn down by the system. You get torn down by men talking down to you. And then you, you start to feel this like brokenness and this feeling of, oh, I need to just like force my way in. So this was an initiation. That's a little close to home, isn't it? <laughs> This his uh this hits an initiation. This was an this was an initiation. This was uh 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 because it doesn't make sense. Can, uh, did you see that uh, Minnesota uh, invested so much money on police reform and where did that money go? Where did that right. Money go? I saw the chief of police avoid questions during during the interviews about you know training the issues, and he just didn't answer any questions. And the fact that Kenosha, the fact that Minneapolis, the fact that. Brooklyn Center are all like in radius of each other. This is not, again, this is not something that is an accident. This is not history repeating itself. And where are all the people with the black squares? Where, are, where, where, where is that energy? Where's that energy at? I saw like, I, I saw a tweet that really like resonated. Oh, I went back to work today. And this is another thing. Let's go back to what we were talking about. I went back to work today and not one white person talked about what happened, what's happening in Minnesota. And I remember going back to Vita Fitness and literally, the children were in cages. It, I think it was a time of, um, I mean, Fernando Castile. And then it was something else that happened. Oh, the, the racist person that threw coffee at those Latino, Latino uh, uh, customer service people. Yeah. So all that stuff was happening and nothing. No one would talk about it and even say racist things against Latino people. So... I just remember what that was. And that's where we're going back to because of Joe Biden. Keep going. Um, I think that I love your point about it being intentional because let's be clear, people, you know, George Floyd's girlfriend was Dante Wright's teacher. So it's a very, it's a very small circle. It's a very small world. And you have to think of these connections and these. uh, George Floyd too. Hmm? There were bouncers at the same place. The, The man that killed George Floyd, David Chauvin, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. He also, they had it linked together. They worked at the same location at the same time. Right. So it's all connected. And, you know, we got a new presidential, you know, administration. And I mean, I don't think we expected too much, but. Unpopular opinion. Trump. Yes, we know what he would have said, but it would have been realer and it would have hit home. I'm fully convinced. And now that we do not have Trump as president, this is why white people are mute, 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 because we have a black woman in the vice presidency and we have Joe Biden as the head seat. That is why. I think they need to address it. And especially as, you know, a district attorney, I feel like just that police reform should just be high up on the the docket here in terms of passing bills. Please remember, we're abolishing it at this point. I mean, I don't see it, even though I'm fully for that, y'all. I'm very, like, liberal. I'm, like, anti-military, anti-police. I'm anti, like, everything, honestly. So 
of course, that's like my ideal, but I just don't think it's going to happen. So yeah, I think no, reform. We can't settle for anything less. We can't settle for anything less. Do you know how deep rooted some police stations are just inherited? These are monarchs to these white people. There are certain police stations that the son becomes a next sheriff after the sheriff after his dad res- resigns, and it's just passed down and passed down and passed down. And so no. I and there's needs to be a huge abolishment because we don't need police. We don't need that. We need we need the escalation of our livelihoods. People don't commit crimes because they want to. It's because they have to. It, they have to, especially there, at a traffic stop. I will, I mean, I will say there are bad people out there, full fun, full full of freely, and there needs to be a system in place for certain things like that. Better mental health. That'd be a great thing, don't you think? Because animals, for some reason, live in harmony with each other. They eat it. Like, it's a system of circle of life, but they all live amongst each other without destroying the planet. But somehow what humans have completely eradicated any sense of normalcy in this world and just made it geared towards white supremacy. Right. Hippie TikTok is really fun. But I do think... <laughs> <laughs> hippie TikTok, because I'm also trying to... Hashtag hippie TikTok. Um, I, I just hate... America. <laughs> I just put it out. I just, it's just like people ask, you know, what do you feel? What do you feel? And it's just nothing. And I mean that in the most sincere terms. I, I don't, I don't feel anything because this is just the reality. Um, it's just the reality to see black people killed. It's then the reality to watch, you know, shows not made for black people like them on Amazon Prime which is just black trauma. And, you know, it's not horror. I want to be clear. Things that happen to black people are not horror. Horror is supposed to be, you know, outside of the normal, right, purview. And you're just showing things that happen. So just watching black trauma, babies getting killed while people are getting raped, you know, crazy things that are already adding to what black people are seeing, children, media are seeing. It's just too much. It's too much. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's, it's in the best interest of white people to not have nothing changed. They don't want nothing to change and they don't care. They factually don't care that I, I, I'm not convinced by any sense of the word, not the do-gooder white people that are at your fourth step either. It's, it's just, it's come to the, come to the turn, come to the place where you kind of give up hope because there's I've seen people gain millions of platform, millions of followers through this pandemic have gone from not being uh, viral to now having major platforms. People I've known, I've worked with, gain such a following and have said nothing. But do they do they do they dance to do they do the whoa? Yes. Do they dance to uh, the next uh, daddy, uh, Bad Bunny song? Yes, they do. And it's horrifying to see that because then you're realizing that again they're just following this pattern of people not stepping up not speaking not using their voice and i think that's our biggest detriment is that we live in an insecure society where we uplift the worst people and we shit on the do we do and this is the the algorithm i mean you know we know about the tiktok dramas it's just constant white creators stealing from you've seen how these makeup people are these tiktokers are they all idolize the kardashians addison ray is a perfect example of that I mean, Jeffree Star is a perfect example of that. And and they just emulate what they do. And what ha- so you can't, we can't set, we can't pretend like they're just a misnomer. I'm not, I don't know if I'm using that word wrong, but. We'll check it out later. Yeah, check that word. 
Um, but yeah, you can't, you can't separate the two. No, that is a clear, like there was a moment in history in our recent history where whiteness and pop and cookie cutter was given up. And now that we're pushing towards that ambiguity and I'm seeing it already, racial ambiguity, all that bullshit. They were saying, yeah, 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 yeah. There's going to be a, um, a race. Race is going to be a weird thing because it's all, it's automatically going to be like what you're presenting when it's so normal. Right. When, AAVE is so normalized in our culture, then that is the ambiguity. That's the culture ambiguity everyone's talking about. There's not going to be white culture anymore or American white culture. That's to be Was there of, ever white culture? But what I'm saying is, like, you know what I'm saying, that American, I think that the Britney Spears beauty standard is gone. I think that is antiquated. Tell that to Taylor Swift, okay? I, I think she'll be the last. I really truly believe she'll be the last. I'm not seeing any of these girls come out with anything. So... I think she'll be the last. If you look at the next pop diva, it's Ariana Grande, for real, for real. And so, and like I said, Selena Gomez somehow was still one of the most influential girls without having a word to say. No. Right, because she's depressed. And uh, <laughs> this is a fact. You know how I know things and white people don't care? You know how I know white people don't care? Why? Because they still think Rosé should win Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> that as soon as Bob and Mose said that, if Rose wins, black lives don't matter. And that is just the truest fact I've ever heard. This could be in the promo because it's the it is factually the fact, fact, fact. It, it it's 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 so normalized for these white queens to and I and I want people to understand this right now. I am not a Rose hater. I actually do enjoy Rose. I think she's funny, I think she's charming, period. Same, no matter about, no matter what you're about to say or prove. Um, however, I cannot stand how white gays galvanize Rosé, how they galvanize people like, um, uh, I'm about to do it. it. I'm going to bite my tongue. I'm just going to stop there with, uh, Rosé in the current season. How people just like, because there's a difference between Utica and Rosé. And let me tell you what the difference is. Utica. Racism. That joke. What? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, no, that's the similarity too, because you know Rose does fat jokes. She doesn't do it on TV. Though. Just not okay, exactly, bitch. <laughs> Who does that sound like? You are an actress. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So the difference is there is a. We know, we don't know Rose. You kind of see who Utica is in the surface level. And so that, and, and, and that's why, and also she's a weirdo. People don't, these gays that love Rose don't like weirdos, period. Um, at all. At all. No, never. At been. all. Very that. Oh my gosh. Because she's, she's like tall, lanky, and she's not a muscle gay. She's Christian ill. We can't trust that. Um, so she's like, more weed, so she's cool. So Rosé is very just like what you think about cookie cutter, very just like, like again, ordinary though. We know. Who, they we see know. themselves in it. They're like, I'm nothing. I could be this. Yes. And I'm like, first of all, no, because that's like undermining what Rosé is actually talent. She has talent, but y'all don't have no, Okay, y'all. I want you to be clear. Rosé is, it is mediocre. Is the voice memorable? No. Is it stunning? No. Are the dance moves memorable? No. Are the looks memorable? No. Is the face memorable? No. No, 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 no. It will sell. <laughs> but it will sell. It will sell. And that's what I'm saying. It will sell. 
but doesn't mean it should be a winner. That's where, that's where I stand with Rosé. Doesn't mean it's a winner. White people make me not like these people because it's literally like, you can find Rosé anywhere, girl. Anywhere, anywhere. It's not memorable, but they make it memorable. They, they're, they keep pushing that narrative that Gigi should have won. They keep pushing that narrative that, um, I love Gigi, but she's boring. Why, that's why she didn't win. <laughs> Because she doesn't have nothing to say. It was you, right? Let's be clear. Aquaria is a fashion girl with a lot of a personality, emotions, a perspective. You know, very, you know, present. Yeah. And Gigi avoids Twitter. Gigi barely posts. You know what I mean? Like it's a it's a personality thing. Like, yeah, it doesn't have an opinion. I mean, she doesn't want an opinion because then she has to have the opinion. Yeah, she has to stand by her. And again, she doesn't have that. So that's okay. I'm not forcing people to have opinions, but I am going to say that once you have a responsibility and an influence, you can't, you can't be silent. I'm sorry. I, I can't support that. I cannot support that. If you have uh, even a hundred thousand followers, period, you have a, you have a following, you have a stance. And I think, like I said, if you're either anti-racist or not at this point, and I think that pick a when, side, pick a when side. You are sitting here saying Black Lives Matter and doing the Black Square, and then saying that a, a queen that won four challenges is somehow unworthy and talentless because you don't like her verse, and this queen who had a mediocre verse as well and did not look it in the finale somehow did better than her and was given two wins, but I'm still on that, and, and and was actually given two wins. People of color at home, black people, Latino people who watch RuPaul's Drag Race, Asian people, uh, Indian, you know, all, all the works. When you see a white queen win, does it feel always as deserving as when a black or Latino queen win on RuPaul's Drag Race? Because when a black and a Latino queen win a challenge, they clearly deserve it because there is like a there's a sense of like, you know, they <laughs> they did really good. There's no denying it. Right. A queen, sometimes their whiteness is just good enough and just funny enough to get them to the top. I'll explain why. I know people are going to say Denali is Latina. She is a white passing human being who loves white passing things. And JVN to me is a white reference for me. And also, I'll add that to the list. I, I just don't think she was anything. I think she was Rosé level. I think Rosé was hilarious during Snatch Game. Actually, I thought Rosé was good. Did I, I was like... Donnelly was not memorable, like you said. Donnelly was serving a real white gay, and that's just not funny. That's just not funny. <laughs> and, but she was in the top. And I was dying laughing with Harriet Tubman, uh, but Simone was, in, was safe for that. Safe for that. Because, again, it made white people uncomfortable. Right, right. Even the word, like, motherfucker, even though it's more used, I guess, in AAVE more commonly, I guess. I don't know. That, that use was too much. So I really, wrapping up to the point, what's, where, where are we supposed to go from here? Where are we supposed to? All I know is that you host better watch your backs. <laughs> Candy Muse has the top. To me, it's. Um, that's I, verse. I, I know that. That's the only verse I know by heart. Um, honestly, it, to me, the best, the best, the ranking goes, um, got me. I'm putting Candy first. I'm going to I, I love candy. I just love, I really love Got Mix. I really love. I actually like Samoa's. I'll put Samoa's second. Um, the mother taking Ebony. I love, I love, I like Samoa's, but I uh, honey iced tea. Love the beauty and the boring. I love all that. Um, and then Rose by me is, again, not bad, but not the best. 
It wasn't even good. No, I, I'll say it. I think Rosé's was like the worst because it was bad. It was, I'm Scottish. I'm the American dream because I'm a white man. I'm talking really fast. Can you believe I rap? That's not rapping. And then I ended it and I was like, that was a little much. You're going to give all these white gays lyrics just to make themselves so proud of being white? No, that's nationalism. That's racism. That's inherently racist. So, and before y'all saying, well, y'all, black people get to be black power and Latino people get to be. As black. we should. I, because we have nothing. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I don't have. Girl, where's my little rag, dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, Drag Race. I'm very excited to see where this goes uh, this season. I really... Who do you think is going to win? I just want to say, we haven't had a deserving white winner since Aquarium. Anyway, I think... <laughs> I mean, I still kind of argue that because it's not wrong. But when it comes to the reality Don't of the fact... And we were not shown... Utica, uh, Utica, Eureka won that lip sync. Eureka did win by the audience in that room. And the T is, sources say, that people were chanting Eureka after Aquarius. That does not excuse her attacking a black woman for a full season. And I, again, and again, I'm saying, but I'm saying deserving based off the rules, based off the straight rules. Based on the show and the rules. And I don't. Aquaria. (laughs) Nothing will ever change my opinion on Aquaria. Shanzo did not get that same achievement. So exactly, it should have been Aquaria, Evie, then Shangela, then Jada, then again, Shay. Reality? Do you really feel like this is just a reality that we're gonna have to get used to? This fake, this fake, <sighs> this fake reality that we live in. This fucked up world. I mean, let's let Gen Z handle it. <laughs> tired, bitch. I'm tired. No, y'all. I want y'all to know, like, we. Let's be really clear in terms of history, okay? We, Raffi and I. We're the last generation of an era, okay? We went through every last archaic feature and then transitioned to what we have now. We were the last of teachers really Overhead just talking. Huh? Overhead projectors. Overhead projectors. Teachers talking to you any kind of way and doing stuff because now kids have rights. We had to do just terrible things, endure um, no kind of wokeness, no kind of social consciousness of education. We had to endure just literally taking what we were given in addition to a recession and student loans and everything where we are at now, right? We literally were the generation of it. So I'm kind of like tired. I had to deal with 9-11 and Katrina and all the national tragedies, and now all the mass shootings, and now all the killings, and now the transition from this technology to this technology. It's just like, I'm tired. I'm really tired. We went through Y2K. You know how stressful that was? We thought the world was ending like three times. Um, I mean, we're still in the midst of the world could end anytime soon because you never know. Um, right, we were the first generation of having nutrition labels, knowing that the world is dying. Like, you understand, this weight is crazy for us. All this self-importance, but I do feel like we are, millennials have been the the most critical, most important generation. I do fully. <laughs> period, we're the renaissance, Lama. No, period, because we are ending cycles left and right. We, we have to end everything. We end right. everything. There was a coronavirus in the 1940s. I'm telling you, everyone would have got back to normal and normalcy because gender was not being questioned. Women's rights were not being questioned. Race was not being questioned. And now things are finally starting to happen. So I don't give a 
fuck. Until I, until people like me, until people like me can go back and say, can go to a try time travel situation and go be able to go back to a time period before us and not have to lose any kind of right that we have now, period, I'm not going back. And I don't think those times were as like, imp- they, they obviously important things happen. However, it's not, it's not, nothing changed until I think now this moment, we have so much power. We have so much connection between people. We have so much conversations going, but people, everyone has to have a conversation, not just, not just us. And it, it, it has to be all of you. Are you all scared? I want you to know you guys are really scared. Y'all are really scary. You're really pussy. Um, You're I, it, it, it's just very that. Like, it's just, what does it take to just make a stance? What's going to happen? Nothing. Um, I have a video coming up. I don't know if it's shady. It's a, you know those shoes, those ugly, like. The Bobos? Those ugly area shoes. They're like, they're like running shoes. You probably don't. You mean with the feet out? The ones that are like ours, someone you know has them. And I, I was like, who has those? Who has, it's like the white boy shoe. Right. <laughs> that like, it's a do-gooder shoe. It's called Arius or something. It's like a runner ugly boat shoe. But I was thinking the other day, I was like, God fucking damn it. I, the, it's just becoming a, a pattern with these people, with these people. What, what were you saying before that? <laughs> um, yeah, shoes are so cool. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just tell the girls are being pussy out here. You no, talk about I shoes, feel, bitch. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people just don't have opinions. I feel like it's the it's the people that have those shoes that have no opinions. It have, it's the, <laughs> but it's true. There are so many people out there that have no actual opinions. They, I'm tired of the reposting. I'm tired of the repost. You can repost all you want, but my, Awade said it the best. And my, my girl Awade, Awade, you know, you go follow Awade K on Instagram because she dropped the truth gen. Reposting and not having an actual opinion to share is just adding energy into the world that is not real. That is adding. Oh, yeah. That is energy. That what you're doing is adding something to the world. You're adding a narrative that people care, that people care, that people care. But if you don't really care, it's like the budget. It's like all this like money talk you're talking about and inflation. If you keep giving out loans, if you keep giving out loans and not paying them back, what's going to happen, bitches? So stop reposting. Unless it's your actual opinion, we don't give a fuck. If it, unless you're giving sources and resources and using a platform that you have, I don't give a fuck. Stop reposting. You're not sharing anything. True, you can truth. Imagine if the whole world was talking right now and we could just bounce off everybody's ideas. But some people just don't share the ideas because they don't have it. They don't care. If you're, I'm fully convinced. If you're not saying things, if you're not doing something, nothing in ways to change the situation, you don't care. Period. And that's it, girls. I'm talking about the white people because, again, I understand that for people of color, it can be like, I don't want to dip my toes back into this. I don't want to see this. I don't. Right, right. At least I don't. I didn't see any. They showed videos of him being shot, but I I think that most of them been edited. But those kinds of situations, do we need to keep seeing the videos to believe it? No. I mean, all we do is watch black people get murdered and don't believe it. So. So it's just, it's just, it's just the fact that white people feel like they can share a black person's murder. It's like, the, it's a new version of a lynching. And that's what I'm starting to see is these new forms of watching black, a humiliation. They love black trauma. Black trauma is how they got through everything. So it's like inherent in their DNA, like legitimately, it's just legitimately how they have survived over the last few centuries. 
So, of course, black trauma is what they go to. So, but it is, but to me, that, that's why you, I think that uh, these things, these ideas have to be pushed and, and, and seen because I, I'm not going to give up on the fact that this is going to be, going to keep happening. This can't be a normal. Eventually, people, people at one point thought that segregation was not going to happen. And, and again, I still argue that segregation was unnecessary. Uh, or, well, you know what I mean. Integration. Integration. That's what the people said. Like, oh, people will never, we find an integration. But, but look at that ulterior motive with integration. What, what people got out of integration. What they truly got out of integration. So let's not forget that who benefited more from integration. And that's on purr. Big purr. So I, I, I struggle with the idea that we, we can't change. I do believe we can change. But you gotta want it. You gotta you gotta have the opinion. You gotta have to you gotta ha- you have to want the change. You have to want you have to have that true feeling for people and that true compassion. And if you don't have that compassion, there's something. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, you not getting over your quote unquote anxiety to talk to your black friends, people of color friends, whatever, you know, is is, is telling. You would rather feel quote unquote. You rather not feel uncomfortable than try to help the situation, try to talk to people about it. Um, it, it's weird. It's weird. It's we, but again, people are, we, I'm not going to say that we don't let white people not have the pain. But again, I was thinking, every, I can't call Ariana Grande a pop, a, my, one of my pop queens anymore. Because while I love certain songs of hers, the fact that she's the most followed girl on, on woman on, on Instagram, and she has nothing to say about a situation like, uh, uh, Dante, Dante Wright or Jacob Blake or the trial that's going on with George Floyd. Like what, what the fuck? What are we supposed to, what, what, what are we supposed to care about you for? If you have nothing to say for me, I'm not going to, and the same thing with Gaga. But y'all don't want to, y'all don't want to hear it. 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 But y'all, y'all on the day that all this was happening, y'all did get her album to number one. But if the bitch said anything about anything, no. Next, because that bitch is, she's friends with Dorinda Medley. I know who Dorinda Medley is. She's a classic. I think we need to keep Stephanie's name out your mouth. But no, I no, will I'm, say. No, y'all hate to admit it. Like, it's crazy. I, that, it's we're crazy. Not, what we're not going to do is what we're not going to do. Okay. Stephanie has already carried y'all for decades. You, need, you know what it needs time for? The other girls. All the other girls. Taylor, Ariana, Demi. All the other girls need to be doing something because Gaga has been doing it. She can't do it all. Gaga can't save the world. I forgot that her white power does not have influence. I forgot that. It does, but she don't have the only white power. <laughs> no, no, I understand that, but I... It, I, I, I we need to share the love between everyone. All the white girls need to do something. I forgot that we were, we were giving white people passes for not being spoken. I thought they had to say something at this point. Um, Stephanie. No, Stephanie, no. Stephanie, girl, you don't have to say no word, apparently. Stephanie's out filming in Italy right now. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so she's not even thinking about it. Period. Period. It's not happening in Italy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. Uh, no, she's another. She gave me Miley vibes with that whole. I want to love her, but after after her shallow and all that stuff, that movie, she gave me Miley younger vibes. You know what I'm saying? I'm polished. I'm what like, about the Oscar winning song? What did you say? <laughs> I'm like. Yeah, focus on someone else. Anyone else you got? Not, not her. I, I think that Demi is fucked up. I think that, like I said, we're supposed to care about when you. Taylor Swift does it. Then y'all can talk about someone and else. Taylor Swift again. People, 
let her re- release another album that was the same. That's the same thing. It wasn't even good. I want to talk about that for like two seconds. Y'all, I was like, okay, it's a grown-up version of all the songs we knew, and it's the same song. It's just the same song, just with a slight chord change? No, it's garbage. She's officially garbage. I might have to cancel her because she has not gave since 1989. No, no, since Reputation. I'm sorry. Reputation was, okay. Not- she has not gave for the last few years. Folklore... Love Lore, Cornelia Street, all these little albums in the forest are garbage. Garbage. White garbage. Just, I'm tired. And again, but pe- white people love it. It's the same white people that are saying justice for Dante Wright. And they're like, girl, I got a cardigan too. Taylor Swift is my yeah. icon. You cannot be anti-racist and support Taylor Swift. Fun. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> I, I stand by that wholeheartedly. And look at the camera. You cannot be for Taylor Swift. And before anti-racism at the same time. Sorry, she's a racist. There's proof. She there has is. a black friend named Todger Call. Todger Call be who he is. And I'm just gonna say that. Child, child. Um, yeah, a lot's going on. We had a lot to get off our chest, bitch. <laughs> Anything else new new? I feel like you were just like laughing high during all my rants. Um, I've been very uh not being able to breathe since a girl's in a corset now every time she's in drag and pass. Why do I commit to drag when I do it? Is that what you're asking? Why do I commit? Why don't you commit? I'm asking. I'm I'm asking. It's called the fantasy. It's called training. It's called breathing. And it is is a lot. Um, I just want to put out there to the world that (laughs) you can do things. You can change things. You can talk to people. You can experience different things if you actually want to. You can choose not to listen. You can choose not to support. But a lot of us don't do it. We're complacent. We're lazy. And that is pretty much the hallmark of what it means to be an American, I feel like. Going with the flow, not really challenging anything, and waiting until... Go with the flow? That's a lie. We do not go with the flow in this country. In terms of historically, I think we we wait some some decades before we do something. We're like, okay, we know it's an issue, but eventually, anti change. We're and we're not going with the flow. Going with the flow is like, okay, okay, trans people want their rights, fine, let's give it to them. Oh, oh, we're killing we're killing black people. Oh, let's put more legislation. That's what I'm saying. Go with the flow. We still are killing black people. Let's keep going. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You go with the flow. What are we doing? We gonna keep doing. Yeah, I, I, it gives me gross vibes. And so it, it, I, I want to shout out to all the girls across the world who show me love, who talk to me about these things, who are very open about you know their opinions on not only what happens in this country and just the whole situation in general, but I, I want to encourage all everyone to not be afraid to say things. I really feel like people don't talk to new new Paris about race because what? What do you mean? I'm literally like the sweetest bitch. Like, it's crazy. People don't talk to new new pairs about race ever because what? What do you mean? I obviously drag is a political person. No. <laughs> okay. I think being in drag and being a black man in drag is clearly to go. Uh, no, I mean, are you are you, are you the money cart where uh, you want to get your coins first and then like as you're as you're picking up more clout you start speaking up more because you know that the minute you start speaking up people won't care about it i'm gonna be clear very clear that you know i unlike a lot of people 
I do have a career that impacts <laughs> a lot of Black children, and I do a lot of impactful things in my normal life. Mm-hmm. So with drag, it is a, more of an escape for me. So that's not something I readily go to. However, I just don't get that kind of discussion from any of my peers. And of course, drag is still, for some reason, in terms of popularity, you know, white focus, white centric. So it's interesting that I'm surrounded by all these white peers who don't talk about it or don't even talk to me about it. Because they would... Are they scared of me? What am I going to do? Um, yeah, that's another thing I realized. That I'm just people are scared. People, are, I think people really think just because I'm... I think being black just makes you <laughs> unapproachable for some reason for people, which is so interesting. <laughs> So interesting because it's like I'll go live with a lot of these girls and I'll get followers, you know, of course, after the live, but they wouldn't follow me before because it's like you have to make sure I'm okay, make sure I'm the right type of person, make sure I'm able to interact with your faves. I don't know. (laughs) It's very interesting. It's just very interesting uh, observation I go through. They want to make sure that you're not a vixen. They want to make sure you're not a... Right, because they don't... I mean, what would happen if you supported a Black queen? Maybe Candy would be at 300000 maybe. Who knows? Oh, finally. Even though everyone else is... <laughs> I realize she's not that... She's 100-something thousand behind Rosé. And that's what... That's was ahead of her out of the top four. And I'm like... I mean, everyone's ahead of her. But if you talk about the likes on the posts, the likes and the TikToks and tweets, now the discrepancy is... The discrepancy is like crazy. And it just shows. And w- again, and that just shows, where are the Black people? Where are the If you don't people? like Candy Muse, is it based on racism? I would say. Yes. And internalized something. But I... Because I also what I see sometimes when I go... And this was back in the days of The Vixen. Um, and then season 11, season 11, Silky. Silky, yeah. Um... I, I would notice that black gays and Latino gays, Asian gays that hang around white people would also chime in like, oh, she's so annoying. Oh my God, she's so annoying. Like, yeah. like I saw a TikTok on that and it's just like, you don't have to tear down someone that's doing something like you. You know what I mean? If yeah. you are a person of color and gay and flamboyant and doing all that thing in that white space, that person is not a threat to your position, Okay. Yeah, has nothing to do with you. Very that, and and also, I want you to know that at the end of the day, <laughs> they, don't worry, Mama. Those white people that you're trying to like show that you're not that, they don't care. They don't see you as really anything. They see you as. Do they see race? No, <laughs> they, they don't. don't. They they put you. They put us in this like one of them, not really one of them, yeah. but one of them in a in a you're generic not form. Try me. You're not going to challenge me. That's- right, and it's weird to see people who are you know advanced in age still go around to trips with just like only white gays. It's crazy. I couldn't imagine age not advancing. <laughs> Not, not gays of a certain age. Gays of a certain age. I will say that. Gays of a certain age is a way better way to say it. Um, because I feel like at this point in your life, you know, if you have lived for decades, have gray hair, or, you know, whatever, like, you, you've you been through some things. You uh, Provincetown. You don't need to be going to like uh, Rehoboth. You don't need unless to be going you're going to specifically, you know, stir some shit up and be active and political, which y'all know do. So... <laughs> What's the point? Um, yeah, 100%. Like I said, I still, to this day. The white friends you post, post you? To me, I don't think you can get along with the culture of Vita Fitness if you <laughs> if you are anti-racist. That's a fact. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. 
it's just are the white people that you support supporting you the same way you support them are they reposting your stuff are they trying to support you are they doing extra because they should do extra because you're a person of color you have disadvantages and they have privileges that can they can access are they yeah. helping you they they, is, they know that they all they need is your self-approval self-approval because some of them feel okay with themselves based solely on your approval yeah yes yes that's a lot of power you have. Think about that. So like I said earlier, you have the power to change. You have the power to interact. You have the power to make the world what you want it to be. But you have to want that. Do you want it? Who are we Do talking? you? Who are we talking to? I'm talking to the, the people. Yes. So <laughs> uh, if you want to interact with us, you can always follow us on right now, TikTok, WDDI podcast, Refiko Nika on, on TikTok as well. And what about you, Nunu? You can follow at Nunu Paris on all the socials, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and make sure you listen to brand new full episodes of Wait, Don't Do It on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram TV, Apple Podcasts. Do all of it, bitch. You are shaking your titties at me. Why are you shaking your titties at me? <laughs> my God, I'm like cold in this room. I put it too cold. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now you being in a refrigerator. Live from a refrigerator. Um... Awesome. Well, wonderful, wonderful, fun. Another really productive uh, ranting episode of Opinions uh, featuring your boo and your girl. <laughs> I don't know which one is which, but. <laughs> <laughs> Find out. And we're and gonna <laughs> remember, you always better watch your back. <laughs> Adios.